Good evening, everybody. I'm Christy. I'm Michael. And this is Tara and Tacos, and this is a special nighttime recording. Yeah, and it is our Halloween episode. It's our Halloween episode, and we have a super special guest. Uh, we talk about her a, a lot, lot on uh, the show. Michael, friend of the show. Friend also, of the show. Also, uh, my wife, yes. uh, Aspen Taylor. Hello. Welcome. Welcome okay. to Terra and Tacos. You might be wondering, why is Aspen on the show this Why week? is she here? Well, <laughs> it's because we've decided that we're going to talk about Bram Stoker's Dracula. Dracula. And Word. Aspen is like super fan. I'm a super fan, but I think she's more super fan is, than I am. Is it officially your favorite movie? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean. Oh, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, we thought Bram Stoker's Dracula, perfect for Halloween. It's yep. also our 20th episode, Christy. 20th episode. Can you, we've oh, done wow, this 20 really? times. Yeah, 20 times. And, and you, and you'd think that we would remember that we talk about tacos first. Uh, we never do remember. Never I also do. like, real quick, though, I like to imagine there's some weird like fan that was like, I never thought these fuckers would get past 19. <laughs> but we're here. We did it. Fuck you, weird fan. Um, so, yeah, tacos. <laughs> we went to Diggs again. I know we just went to Diggs, but we went to Diggs for a very particular reason. Aspen is a vegetarian and has often said that uh, it's kind of it's hard out there for it's a vegetarian. Tough. It's tough to get a taco uh, if you uh, don't eat meat. So what makes what do you look for in a vegetarian taco? What makes it good? Other than, you know, vegetables. That's, you know, that's what I look for. <laughs> Something vegetables? that doesn't have meat in it. Yeah, but do you like corn? Does, is it, because I maintain that the tortilla is like the important part of the taco. Is the most important part of the I'm taco. I'm good with I, I, whatever kind. I like corn, corn or flour. Corn or flour. Yeah. But you can tell the difference between a good corn and a oh, good sure. flour. I oh, mean, sure. Yeah. you lived in Austin. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and you actually had nachos tonight because you were like, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> Yeah, because I've had their veggie tacos. It doesn't it's go like, well. It doesn't go well when we don't eat tacos on the show, but okay. Um, Christy and I cheat and eat chicken sometimes, and it never works it out. It never works out. We had digs today, and last time I had digs, it was just like a plain... You were a little disappointed. I was a little disappointed, but, but it's because I, I asked for no chile mm -hmm. on it. And so it was a little bland. Uh, this time I had a barbecue brisket taco on a flour tortilla, and it was actually pretty delicious. Cool. It's no secret that my favorite brisket tacos in town are from Mia's Tex-Mex. Yes. Oh, yeah. Those it are amazing. Absolutely delicious. I'm going there tomorrow to have the brisket taco for lunch. Yeah, we'll talk lunch. about it. Yeah. All right. It's oh, incredible. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, But this one was really, really, really good. Um, so yeah, so Diggs Tacos, we don't get money from them. We don't get money from anybody. No. We do this because literally we, <laughs> we get money from, from no, no one. one. From no one. <laughs> um, so Michael, I think, has yeah, questions. Yeah, yeah okay. So me I mean, Aspen. look, Bram Stoker's Dracula is an important film to all of us. However, mm -hmm. um, perhaps more important to the two of you. Uh, I know you both have seen it a million times. A million times. Uh, I've seen it probably only a thousand times. Uh -huh. So, uh, but my first question is this: uh, It came out for those who don't know. I guess there mm -hmm. are people who don't know. Bram Stoker's Dracula, directed by Francis Ford Coppola, 1992, um, written screenplay by a gentleman named James V. Hart, who is a graduate of my alma mater, Southern Methodist University. Oh, yeah. I did not know that. My alma mater and place of business. So go, James V. Hart. Uh, so I want a very generic question. Do you remember, I've asked this before, but do you remember the first time you saw this film? Because I actually remember my first time seeing it. I do. What What was the situation? I was in college. Okay. I went to Texas A&M, as I said before, in College Station. And it, w there was a lot of hype about it coming yeah. out. You know, we were, it's the theater department. So we were all like, we must go. Right. And, uh, I remember going to see this movie with my, uh, with John, who's my husband now, but at that time was not was your husband. Not, was just a really, really, really good friend. Uh, and a few of us went. Um, and I, yeah, I remember seeing it. At the theater that was across the street from Northgate, those of you who are Aggies out there, right. <laughs> so many of you listening, uh, will know exactly what I'm talking about. Is it fair to say this movie is responsible for yours and John's love? <laughs> no, okay. it's not fair, but it is a huge. It's a huge factor. It is, I'm, I'm, and that's not even joking. Like, I remember both of us having the same opinion about it, uh -huh. you know, 
com- I was completely struck by the visuals. Imme- was, like the first time you saw immediately. it. Immediately. Mm-hmm. And, and also because I'm a movie nerd. You guys know that. So I immediately was clocking like all of the in-camera effects and all of like the old-fashioned stuff and the references to art to of, of the period of, the- of Bram Stoker that Coppola was kind of like pointing to, you know. So I was nerding out on that. Um and you know, Gary Oldman is still a badass, yeah. but he was a badass. Oh back man, then, I mean so. this is Oldman in his prime, you know. Yeah, that's what all the dudes were were, you know, excited and Anthony Hopkins right. being Van Helsing and stuff like that. And yeah. Aspen? Um, I saw this on a uh date with my boyfriend in eleventh uh, grade. Mm-hmm. I, I saw it on a date with my girlfriend in eleventh grade. Uh, wow, not, we were not together. Not together. No. Not together. No. Didn't even know each other. At Lamar, I was going to Lamar High School in Arlington, Texas. So mm-hmm. go, go Vikings! Um, and yeah, we went to see it. Uh, I can't. Is it rated R? I can't remember if it's rated R or not. I can't remember either. I don't know either, to be honest. Because I was underage and it was hard to get into the movies. It so might I be PG thirteen. That's I didn't even look. Was that? Yeah, there was already PG thirteen. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I went to, uh, went, went to the Lowe's Theater in Arlington, uh, on a date with my boyfriend. Um, he thought it was kind of cool, but I, I just remember thinking that it was just amazing and awesome. And Even the first time you saw and it. And did you oh, know, yeah. like, you knew that first time you saw it that this was your favorite movie in the world, or, or did, like, did you know you were watching something important? I did. Yeah. yeah. Just because I didn't see movies like that, really, when I was... You know, in high school and like visually and with those actors and it, it of that, you know, were you caliber. a fan of Dracula? Yeah. You know, like, uh, in my earlier years, I like was like a little baby goth. And so when sure. I was like a freshman, but then by the time I got into, you know, the senior high school, um, I wanted to also be cool kind of, but I wasn't cool, but I kind of dropped the whole wearing black and stuff mm-hmm. that Mistake. only lasted for a, yeah. I've gotten back to it. Yeah. Um, but I, uh, still like had the, the sentiment deep down inside. Yeah. And so when I saw it, I was like, this is, this is awesome. And this is, you know, it's like got all these old timey elements, but mm-hmm. it's also got, you know, it's also real sexy and everybody's and scary and scary and everybody's beautiful and, and the costumes were amazing. And like, like the story was just uber romantic and yeah. yeah i don't think i had ever seen costumes um like conceptualized quite in that way i had before i don't know that i have since either <laughs> to be honest yeah. well the same costume uh, designer did the costumes for uh the movie the cell the cell and oh, yeah, yeah that, the mm-hmm. costumes are easily the best part of that movie mm-hmm. when i was uh when i was at coppola's you don't vineyard, like j-lo um <laughs> do you don't think j-lo's a serious actress have you seen the boy next door michael she's... When she receives a oh, first uh, edition of the fucking Odyssey or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Oh, whatever. Anyway. I, uh, when I was at Coppola's Vineyard, um, uh-huh. I got to see the Dracula costume. Some of them, mm-hmm. I remember I sent you both pictures uh, mm-hmm. when I was visiting my parents up close. The armor. Um, the her, armor and, and Lucy's, and white, Lucy's dress. white dress. And, and even like that, clo- the level of detail uh, is absolutely stunning. I have a whole section in my book. Yeah, Aspen um, brought a, a book. That includes the screenplay, the, screen the entire play. screenplay, plus some behind-the-scenes stuff that I, uh, I believe, maybe pilfered from my friend Dana in high school, in high school. or maybe my freshman year of college, because the price tag says university bookstores. So I don't remember if I bought this or if or she bought it, it and I stole it from her, which is also possible. Um, but I've kept it that long, and it has like a whole thing about the. The costume. The I think like it's a, yours now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's well it's worn. totally mine. Um, yeah. So speaking of it being sexy and scary and all of those things, uh, mm-hmm. do you think, what genre is Bram Stoker's Dracula? Uh, that's hot. I mean, it's like easily, we can easily just to throw something out there, say, well, it's a horror. It's a mm-hmm. horror movie. Um, but I don't necessarily think that that... I think it transcends the genre. I I agree. Mm-hmm. Spooky period drama. Drama. It's also a. Ro- I mean, it's a, a romance. romance, sort of like a high gothic mm-hmm. romance. It's also yes. very funny. 
It is. It has Except some moments, moments in there that are kind of wacky, mm-hmm. and they're not—they're not obvious wacky. They're wacky in the way a good director makes a joke. Joke, yeah. You know, when they chop off, when um, Lucy's head gets chopped off, and then they immediately cut, cut to to, the, to Van Helsing serving, serving the, the meat. Roast. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And Other you have things. especially like Elwes <laughs> and or Elwes. I can never remember how he says his name. Elwes, Carrie Elwes, and. Um, Campbell and like those the suitors uh-huh. are What's his name Richard comedic um, Richard E. Grant, e. Grant who is yeah. a genius as far as I'm he concerned. Plays the doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, it was funny because the other night uh, the three of us went to go see Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds together, yeah. which it was is amazing. One of, one of the most incredible things of all time. It was the most incredible concert. Oh my god! And when we were driving home, we started talking about how Nick Cave is his own genre. Of music. Right. Like, essentially, like, if you're like, what kind of music is Nick Cave? You're just like, it's Nick Cave. Right. And, Christy, you also said that you feel like Tom Waits could yeah. be his own genre. Yeah. Uh, Tom Waits, side note, plays Renfield in, in Bram Stoker's yeah. Dracula. It's incredible. It's probably my favorite part of the movie. But I started to think, like, is this movie its own genre? I... I think it could be. I think it's all of those things. And also it's, you know, you get directors sometimes that kind of like don't give a fuck what anybody else says or what they fit their projects into. And they kind of just want to do things because they want to do them, you Mm -hmm. know. And Francis Ford Coppola is one of those directors. And he doesn't he does not he doesn't direct dramas he doesn't direct comedies he directs film you know he tells stories and i know that that in making uh this movie for him it was very purposeful to use old school camera tricks yeah he didn't want to use anything that was modern by the time we get to 92 there's already like some advancements in in camera tricks and all that kind of stuff and he was adamant that he wanted to use like turn of the century camera tricks yeah. and only stuff that was practically available even only around the time when Bram Stoker actually wrote the novel. I'm, I mean we mm-hmm. we were watching um behind the scenes because Aspen is obsessed and uh, <laughs> before we came over they're yeah. doing the they're showing the sort of like rain um where you know Lucy and and Mina end up kissing or whatever that was weird. And they're in the hedge maze. But it, oh come on, that's one of the best parts of the movie. So yeah, I was gonna say you guys can talk about Oldman at some point. I'm gonna talk about uh, Sadie Frost and Monica Bellucci and <laughs> sure. how they changed this young man's life. But um, <laughs> it changed my life. <laughs> still, still changing it. Uh, it was crazy to see. I mean, the rainstorm was literally you know old school rain effects, just water. I mean, mm-hmm. just spraying water from right. from the top. And the lightning was literally killing the lights and turning it back on. Yeah. It it was it was kind of something to to watch, you know? Like right. he was like, No, how are we gonna do this? Well, we have lights, Let's and then just... we're gonna cut them out, and then we're gonna flash them back right. on, and that's lightning. Exactly, exactly. And... I mean, it's like Mina's costume in that scene, if you notice, she's wearing like an extraordinarily long kind of like robe, mm-hmm. right? That never seems to get in the way of anything, just looks beautiful constantly. And like the, they just put, they weighed it down with washers on the hem. Like that's what they did that's so, what so that it wouldn't, you know, flit. mess up the shot and flit in the air. That's crazy. Um, so they were, they were using all kinds of old school film theater Tricks. tricks, yeah, yeah, and to make um, a movie. okay. So I want to. There, this sort of connected to that. This movie, I know you all love it. I love it too. I feel like it is objectively brilliant at times and absolutely objectively terrible at times. Um, so you can glare at me. I'm honey. not glaring. <laughs> there was a, an article not long ago in Esquire that revisited it. And the guy who wrote the article loved it. it says Bram Stoker's Dracula is more than gothic horror. It's a love letter to movie making. Yeah. And yeah, talks about some of that. But then goes on to quote some of like how almost like bipolar the response to this movie it was. was. Mm-hmm. So he has a list. Th- these are three comments from critics that did not like it. One refers to it as a calamity. One refers to it as a festival of rats. Which, <laughs> festival of rats? Which seems like a great there's critique. Only, there's I, only one scene with rats. I, yeah. I think it's more of a, you know, a metaphorical festival of rats. Mm-hmm. And then another says it's all style and no content. However, the, New York, the New York Times review, the original, says it is a dizzying vision full of brilliant inventions 
and makes it apparent that Coppola's talent and exuberance survive. Totally. So we, I agree. We have these sort of like polar opposite views. And right. I do love it, but I do also think parts of it are are bad. No, listen, when I the first time I saw it, I was, like I said, taken by the visuals. I love the costumes. Mm-hmm. I love all that stuff. It doesn't stop me. It didn't stop me from going. I if if I hear Winona Ryder's <laughs> one more time, I'm going to poke my fucking eyes out. Right. Yeah. And that whistle, the whistle, <laughs> and whistle just her, her 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 terrible accent at times. Speaking of accents, Keanu Reeves's bless him, bless his terrible heart. accent. So I mean, it yeah. is so. He's lucky he's a good-looking man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, um, Aspen, what is the, the the sort of line, the, I know where the bastard... Oh, you want me to do like yeah. a whole yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, do, do it. it. What part do you want? Just whatever. I know where the it's, bastard Yeah, sleeps. I do that one because that's the one I was laughing at a little while ago. It's the, well, it's the lead-up to it is when he's talking about how he didn't cheat just, on when... Just do it. Whatever you want to do. Just do it. When he goes, Doctor, I doubted everything, even my mind. I was impotent with... Yeah, <laughs> I know where the bastard sleeps. Yeah, yeah. he's basically Ted. Yeah, with right. like occasional hints of British. And, and, th- and like that entire scene, I can't help but think, what was Hopkins thinking? Right, while <laughs> yeah. he's acting yeah. opposite. While he's acting opposite, right. he's one of the greatest like, oh, British yeah. actors. It, and you have to. I feel the time. same way. Like sometimes Oldman must be looking across at Winona Ryder and just be like, "What the? Well, they did fuck not get along. Oldman and Ryder. No, they did not. Because she's so bad. He, he's partly and like she was all I think kind of like meek and you know didn't stand up because she was also really young when she did the movie. Yeah. But then he was also, you know, Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman, like in his prime and like strutting around and being Gary, go, Oldman. Being Gary Oldman and drinking and, you know, just <laughs> couldn't believe that he had to deal with this shit, you right. know? So yeah, they didn't get along. I'm sure that her terrible accent was, was part, part of it. it. Does the terribleness of Keanu and Winona somehow add to the awesomeness of the movie? I, I, Say yes. Okay. And I'm going to say yes because you know what a huge fan of Hammer films I am. Yes. Mm-hmm. And if you go back to the late 50s, early 60s, all through the 60s, actually, and you watch the Chris Lee Draculas, mm-hmm. they are a combination of this. You know, there are some moments that are sublime, you know, and then there are other moments where it's like, really, y'all? Like, like that made it to that, the film? Yeah. That made it to the film? Like there are, there are reactions to Chris Lee's <clears throat> Dracula that are so over the top. And so I, I, I think that all of that contributes it's, to it. You know, it's, it is, it's like a, a, a trip, you know, it's. Yeah. And I mean, James V. Hart himself, and we were watching an interview, talks about how he was raised on Hammer films mm-hmm. yeah, and that, that was clearly had an effect on how he approached the screenplay. Totally. And you can absolutely see it. And it's part of what makes it so incredible. If, if, if Tim Burton Sleepy Hollow is the very, very, very best of what a Hammer film could be, mm-hmm. I think that Bram Stoker's Dracula is a genuine Valentine to, to what Hammer is. is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's, there's part of it. It's like, do you think, I mean, you've, I, you watch it, both of you watch it every All year. All the time. I watch times. it multiple times yeah. during multiple the year. I mean, like, like if you're in a show, I'll just put it up. Yeah. And like, well, <laughs> you're not at home. And she'll quote every single line. Um, I, I wouldn't like if the Winona and Keanu stuff wasn't there, if the impotent with fear or whatever. <laughs> Would you home. keep coming back to Tell it? Tell me about your home. He's calling me home. <laughs> She's terrible. Ah, I but hate do her. Do you think you would keep like watching it over and over? Is that Probably. part of the attraction of watching it I mean, over it, and over? It might be, but I also feel like I would still watch no, it. No, I, I feel like I would still watch it if it had been someone else. I watch it in spite of Winona. In spite Ryder. of Winona. You know, there's a few movies that Winona is in that she didn't ruin it for me. Yeah. Right. You know, the other one for me is, um, 
Oh my God, Age of Innocence, Scorsese mm-hmm. film. Oh yeah. That I fucking love that film for, for many of the same reasons. It's just a visual feast and she happens to be in it and she doesn't ruin it. And Day Lewis is just like, oh my God. Yeah, doing all the work. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, so is Pfeiffer. But like in this, you know, I also, so Winona doesn't ruin it for me, but I also watch it because of Keanu. Right. That's what I'm saying. There's some sort of appeal. Maybe it's from watching it so many times that you just come to expect it and you're then used it's to p- him in there. He's just part of it. It's part of the yeah. film, right? And I love, like, right. let me say this straight up. I love Keanu Reeves. I love him. Uh, yeah. I'd like to hang out with that guy. Sure. And I'm obsessed with John Wick. But I was like, so I wrote down, who would you cast? If you were like, if they're like, you get to sort of remake the movie or whatever. Oh, no. Or or shift it. Would you recast Keanu and Winona? Or are, would you are we, leave him are as we Jonathan casting Harker? like in 1990, 1991, or are we casting today? E- anytime. Now is even fine. Oh. Like, do you replace them? You know? If they're like, you can go in and magically fix or change this movie, do you take them out of it you and know, put in if, better if, actors? I don't... Okay, so can I answer... Two ways. I mean, like, there's part of me that says absolutely not. That's the part of its perfection and part of its charm is that these two terrible people are in it. Terrible actors, (laughs) not not terrible people. Yeah, sure. Um, (laughs) And I still love it, you know. But like, if I were to go back in time and you were to say, "Who would you cast as Mina?" There's a world for me where um, Jennifer Connelly. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, word. That would be awesome. That would be would, awesome. Would play Mina. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always loved her, and I've always felt like she was... One of my first crushes. Yeah, underrated. I mean, like, another actress of that time that I really loved that was not super well-known, but she's Princess Buttercup, Robin Wright. Oh, yeah. She's, like, super well-known nice. now. Yeah. She would have been good. She would have been different. Right. Mm-hmm. But you know um, she can do an accent. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, true. totally. She's an actual actress. Right. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um <laughs> yeah, but like for Harker, I can't don't. Think of I can't. I can't think of anyone better than, than, <laughs> than Keanu. I'm gonna and I'm gonna throw this out about Keanu. I think having such like a Harker in the way that he is, like Keanu, makes Dracula that much more the clear choice. I agree. Yeah. I yeah, agree because like there's another movie that Keanu's in called A Walk in the Clouds that's mm-hmm. really, really wonderful. And it's one of I love that movie. And I'm not like a romantic comedy person, but it's really and mm-hmm. his his wooden acting style is so perfect in that film. In that movie. <laughs> and part of what Jonathan Harker is mm-hmm. is this like wooden Toy man. Yeah, this is what a man is age. supposed this to be. This is what a man is supposed to be. He's supposed to be um straightforward mm-hmm. and he's supposed to want to be a solicitor and he wants to live things live life the right way and he and mm-hmm. he should be a little embarrassed about kissing girls in public. Right. You know, this is what eighteen hundreds are telling us a man should be, mm-hmm. which is absolutely why mm-hmm. Mina's like I want the other dude. Yeah, when yeah. I mean when Oldman rolls in, and how many like he plays multiple iterations. He takes like nine or ten forms in the in the yeah. movie. And which one, which, one's your, which one is your favorite form? Yeah, what is your favorite? That's a good, great question. Oh, well, who is your favorite? Okay, so let's Oldman? talk about the forms. Okay, the forms are old Dracula with like <laughs> yeah, the big cinnamon roll hair, butt hair, as I like hair. to call it. I, you know, but yeah. I like it. Yeah, he's I, cool. I do. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's Beast Dracula, like the wolf, one in the scene. Wolf, yeah, wolf. yeah. Then mist, mist. There's bats. Bats are no the bat guy, and bat then there's guy, yeah. rats. 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 Festival of rats. Um, and then there's, there's like hot the Dracula. Vlad. Then there's Vlad. like old demonic where he's like busting out of the, the cases of dirt. And right. He's got like the Klimt robes right. on. There's also like the. There's Prince half, Vlad. Yeah. yeah there's, and then there's Prince Vlad from like back in the Crusades. And then there's also like the half wolf, half um, hot. Um, when like when Mina rejects him and mm-hmm. he's like crying with all the with the candles and, and his face is melting and his face and he's got the purple tears and everything yeah 
And then how many? Then there's like badass Victorian dude with purple sunglasses. Well, that's like the young romantic. Yeah, to me, that's Vlad. Okay, so that's the one I would hit. Oh, (laughs) so you're going young romantic Victorian purple sunglasses? I mean, of course, yeah, without question. Yeah, Uh but there's part of me that's like, what about the beast? The wolf one? (laughs) Is the wolf one the one who fucks uh, Lucy in the garden? Oh hell yeah, yeah. I mean, that's all right. It's not a bad thing to be. So, yeah. No, no, no. It's not at all. Yeah. Not at all. At the, you know, at the at the tender age of, t- of, of 21 or so, yeah. I was looking at that beast man going like, mm-hmm. That was, uh-huh. like, yeah, I was, because mm-hmm. I, I hadn't, you know, I didn't see a lot of homes, uh-huh. a lot of sexy movies back then. And I was with my boyfriend. Well, and even most movies, like, you're not seeing, like, a wolf beast fucking, fucking a hot red. <laughs> Right. Hey. I wasn't against it. I wouldn't no, mad at no, it I at all. And I don't I think you're it. supposed to. No, I mean, no. No, I, that... no, listen. This is what Bram Stoker... I don't even know if Bram Stoker knew what he was doing. I, there's a part <laughs> of me that's like drunken, mad Irishman, yeah. right? Like Anne Rice yeah. would say. Right. But he inadvertently or purposefully, who knows, he wrote a novel. He wrote a story mm-hmm. about the awakening of female sexuality. Right. That's, and, that, and that is at a time when that was not talked about. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, that's part of it. It's part of it. We've talked about it on the show before where it's like, you know, at some point in your life and maybe for like your whole life, because there's a part of me that, yeah, I still would hit Dracula. Right. <laughs> sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the yeah, man. That's the appeal of the movie, right? Totally. I mean, yeah. like, the mo- like, is anybody out there like rooting for Harker? Like, I can't... My I'm, sister. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah, totally. I have a sister who would, like, completely be because like... Because he's, you know, like, the good... Because he's the good guy. Okay. Because he's <laughs> the good guy. And I'm like, that's fine. You know, different strokes. Sure. For different folks. No, you know, did, and that's okay. who she is. You yeah. know, whatever. But, yeah, like... And the thing is, the thing that I love about this movie also is that, you know... He does romanticize Dracula a little bit, but he is a romantic figure, mm-hmm. but he's still also very much a monster, uh-huh. which is what I think Dracula should be. Dracula, oh, yeah. don't make no mistake, make no mistake, all the romance and the turning your tears into diamonds and giving you poetry in Romanian you or whatever. You saw what he did to Lucy. Yeah, that's... Yeah, once it was what, all what, said and done. What he wants is your blood. Right. That's what and he yeah, wants. Yeah, he I mean he he destroys Lucy. Yeah. You know? The only reason he yeah, doesn't he absolutely her. destroy Mina is because Mina looks like Elisabetta. Elisabetta. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um and I would argue is Elisabetta. I would make that argument. Sure. Yeah, sure. I think Cross she oceans is. of time yeah, find I mean, you. Yeah, I, I, I absolutely. I mean, she says, "I know your voice. Mm-hmm. I've heard your voice." And she describes the river, and she describes everything that happens to Elisabetta mm-hmm. <laughs> under the uh, under the uh, influence of absinthe. Yes, so, yeah. thumbs up. Which is nice. That's a great. That is a great scene. That's great. That's a beautiful. Um, plus, her red dress and is I mean, just stunning. In and you even have too. the love letter. Like, if you talk about the movie as a love letter to movie making, you then have the scene where Dracula is able to see the sunrise again. Right. Because of the power of film. Yeah, because he goes to the cinematograph. Yes, he goes to the cinematograph. (laughs) Right. And so that even for this sort of magical, immortal being, Mm Film is something and he magical. Had, he yeah, seen it in they also of do. Years. They also do that in Anne Rice. Anne Rice does the same thing. Yes. You know, with after after, uh, Louis. Uh, yeah, Louis. After a century of not seeing the sunrise, oh yeah, he goes to all the movies that have sunrise. that have sunrises. Yeah. So in it's them. like the the power yeah. of. Yeah, I mean, it's a sort of interesting comment on the immortality that film gets. Right, and the know? thing you know, you know, we keep going back to it, but it's true that when 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 the novel was written, there was so much happening in the world. We were like, the world was on a cusp of mm-hmm. turning, you know, it was like right around the time of the industrial revolution. We were still dealing with like old school, old world superstition and beliefs. And also kind of like on the cusp of, of machination yeah, and, advances, and in advances in technology. And so I, perhaps that's why like all of these stories and all these novels like I really really love them because it's like these two worlds that just crash up against each other and you can see that happening in the movie as well yeah and mm-hmm. and I, yeah I mean that's to me one of the like 
most interesting parts of the movie. Yeah. Um, all right. So we trashed Keanu and or or didn't. I don't know. Nah. We trashed Winona. Yeah. But okay, Oldman is Oldman and he's I mean, he is kind of the movie. But this has a pretty badass supporting cast, right? Yeah. Oh, sure. I mean, Can I just say before we get into mm-hmm. this, because if we're going to skip, I mean, I agree. Oldman is amazing and he's hot and he's a fantastic actor. And what makes him hot is that he's a fantastic actor right. and whatever, all his swagger. But I will tell you that back in 92 when it came out, I was kind of surprised that Oldman was cast as Dracula because he's not, you see Gary Oldman and you're like, you don't think Dracula. Yeah. Right. I thought the same thing. And you I was don't... like, Gary Oldman? That guy, like, really? Wow, right. that's crazy. And you and and while he was famous, he right. wasn't Gary Oldman famous no, at the not time. Yet. No, no, not yet. I, I mean, mean, this is part of what, what made him, made him Gary Oldman. Yeah. But you know, you you usually you picture Dracula and you picture, you know, someone who looks like yeah. Billy Zane or Julius <laughs> Sands. Dark and imposing. Some, some dark and imposing. Yeah. But, you know, what you give up sometimes is like what you were talking about a little while ago with Campbell. Mm-hmm. Is that, you know, th- they're movie stars. Right. What you give up with a movie star is that they might not know how to act. act. Yeah. I mean, it's funny because then Rice went, Anne Rice sort of, when they cast Cruz as uh, Lestat in interview, she was apparent originally not pleased. No, she was pissed. Um, she was pissed. And it's probably because he's five foot seven or whatever and all those different things. And, but, Ended up really liking him. Yeah. And we can, I like him. I think he's fantastic. I think he is the most genuine and authentic Tom Cruise in Interview with a Vampire. Oh, yeah. Of anything My else ever. My movie of his. Yeah. And, I think he's like the most like him. And Yes. And while I would never suggest, I don't think Cruise is as good as an actual actor as Oldman, there is something playing in those kind of roles that ha- you have to have whatever the fuck it is, you know? Yeah. And like though like Cruz's Lestat, you're just like, fuck man, I don't know. Like whatever. This dude has more energy than worked. I've ever seen, you know? Right. And Oldman too. Like the minute Oldman enters, you're just like, I'm drawn to that dude. Like right. Nick Cave when he came out on stage. Yeah. Right, exactly. Um so support. We have Hopkins playing Van Helsing, who is hilarious is at yeah, times. almost in his own movie at times, yeah. which I kind of love. Um Billy Campbell. Mm-hmm. And then Kim, um, Carrie Ellis, Richard E. Grant, and then can we talk just briefly about Sadie Foster. the magic of Tom Waits? Oh, Tom! Waits, oh, sure, yes. we can talk as long as you want. I thought you were going to want to talk the magic of. Oh, I'll Sadie talk Frost. Sadie Frost in a bit, and 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 um, Monica Bellucci. But like, <laughs> look, Tom Waits doesn't have to do this shit. He's Tom Waits, right? So I mean, he built a giant guitar from a dumpster. That's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because he's Tom Waits. Because he's Tom Waits. And then he's like, I'm going to sing a song. And um, so when he does really do good. a movie, which is rare, right. you have to kind of assume, like, it's something Tom Waits wants to do. So, like, do you think that, like, Francis Ford called him up and I said, I think he hey, Tom, I'm going to, do you want to play Renfield? Or do you think this was a thing where Tom Waits kind of, like, heard it through the grapevine and called up Francis I don't Ford was like, Francis. he approached Francis, Wait, I want to play I, Renfield. I, part of me thinks, I think, yeah, that like maybe Coppola was like, Tom, I need you, buddy. Um, well, in either case, I'm glad it happened. Yeah, he's, I, he's perfect. He's perfect as Renfield. Yeah. And oddly becomes, um, I think, somewhat sympathetic in this movie. Totally. You know? Yeah, I mean, it's like, I think that every Renfield that I've seen since then, um, I can't stand it. I can't stand it if, if he's made completely into a villain or if he's made completely to look ridiculous there is a certain nobility and dignity that tom waits brings to renfield yeah. that i have not seen in other portrayals. i agree and then he was like you see him as a like he was he it's what harker could become right if harker was more interesting right yeah, yeah. but yeah i think waits is 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 brilliant and like the thing in the jail with the i mean the Whatever that fucking contraption with his hands, yeah, is oh, like yeah. one of my like favorites. a lot of that shit doesn't even make 
sense. No. Like a lot of the stuff contraptions that they have in the hospital make no sense. Make the no cages sense. Over the, the cages. Yeah. You know, and it's like it's so weird because you know cages like that actually did exist. They're called yeah. scolds bridles, but they yeah. were put on women. But the ones they're wearing in the movie, it's the workers that are wearing. Yeah, them. make no sense. Make no, yeah. But they look cool. But they look cool and yeah. dangerous and, yeah, and sharp. He has the little things on his fingers. Yeah. Are yeah. You crazy. Um, they even well, that's the costume designer too. She even designed like the weird straight jacket he's wearing. Right with the yeah. crazy arms. With, like the there's greens. one there's one part I'm sure you know exactly what I'm talking about Aspen there's one part Do in tell. the hospital where where Richard E. Grant is like and what about a cat what about the sparrows and he finally says yes I want a cat give me a big cat he yeah. says and Richard E. Grant says, what are you going to do with it or something like that? And Renfield attacks yep. Seward and bites him or tries to bite him on the neck. And then the guards come in and wrestle him away. And the doctor, like he, the doctor puts his hand on the on opposite, the side on the wrong neck. side of his yeah. neck. And it's like, if you see it, if you've seen it a million times, you begin to notice like, Oh, continuity. Continuity's yeah. not really not their really biggest Yeah, he bites him on this yeah. side and then he grabs this side of his neck. Right. Um, Can we talk about what? Can, yeah, okay, no, no. talk about whatever. Can we talk about some of our favorite lines? Please. Can we talk about like. Let's do a line off at this. Yeah. What are what are some of. Because you can both basically. I mean, I have the script movie, right here. But yeah. you don't even need it. Like, no, you, my, like, my, my favorite thing that I like to do, and I do it often with Mike, is that I will. Yes, <laughs> I like that one. But I like, to, I just like to say randomly sometimes, your friend. D. <laughs> I yeah. just love that. In when, my mind, that's the title of this episode. Yes, or yes. Welcome to the Carpathians. <laughs> so, I think that's the same scene. Yeah. Welcome it's to the, the Carpathians, and, and it's a letter to Harker, the and then he's like, "Your friend." <laughs> and then it's perfectly mirrored by Sister Agatha <laughs> of the Blessed Sacrament. Of the Blessed Sacrament. <laughs> I love that line. I also love, I know where the bastard lives or whatever. Oh, and he says, uh, at Carfax Abbey. Yeah, Carfax Abbey. Abbey. When, he's, when he's like, I'm going to be British on this line. Right. Um, I also, you know, makes me laugh. Tell me about your who. Your who. Your who. What's the, like, crazy line where um, Hopkins is, like, humping? Doesn't he end up humping? Like, he grabs one of them. Oh, he talks about how she's a bitch of the devil, a whore of darkness. A whore of darkness, bitch of the devil. The devil's concubine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was in a lot of pain, and then we cut her head off. Yeah. She broke her heart, and then she had peace. And then she had peace. That's the great one. I, I love that one, too. But then there's also, like, the sexy scene when uh, Dracula is about to turn Mina into a vampire. That mm-hmm. whole exchange. Fang Boner. With, Wait, which one? Well, oh. Fang Boner is at, the, is at the cinematograph. At the cinematograph. At the beginning, when they first meet. I love that scene. Do you love... I mean, yeah. the, when they first meet, and he, she drops the perfume bottle, and he catches it. And he catches it, but you, they show the reflection, and you can't see him in the You reflection. can only see the newspaper. Fang, and she goes, Fang Boner's my new you band can name. Purchase <laughs> you can purchase this, uh, a street atlas, a street for, six atlas for sixpence. Good day. Good day. <laughs> Are you acquainted with my husband? Should <laughs> I call the police? And then, and he, like, whistles and then he has his like apology moment, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What does he say? It's so I have hot. A, I have offended you. And, he's, and then he tells her he will bother her no more. And, and then she says, off. it is I who's being rude. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she says. And then they go, and then he's like, what the wonders of science. And she's like, you'd call this science? Really? Really? But then this is the part where the wolf is loose. Uh There's a wolf that has gotten loose from the zoo, has escaped. There's a horse loose in the hospital. Yeah, Yeah. and the wolf wolf is like, comes into the tent, I guess, apparently. Uh And this is the part where... Mm-hmm. He grabs her and he turns her and he says, "Do not fear me." And then the music swells and it gets like a little rapey. Mm-hmm. It but gets like, a little bit, no, but she kind of, she kind of. I mean, she went to the movies with him. She did. No, yeah. that's terrible. That's terrible. We live in a different time now. Um, um, hashtag me. No. Uh, hashtag I as well. She. She. No. Yeah. So he takes her and he like kind of like they go to like a little room. A little He's tent just room. trying to tell her that he knows her. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like lying and she's there. she's like, no. And then, and she's then about he to turns to the camera because he like loves her so much. And I'm making air quotes because by love, I mean like he wants to fuck her. Yeah. Um, fang boner. Fang, this is fang so boner. He, like, yeah. he turns to the camera. 
away his, from Mina, and you red. can see his fangs growing. And uh-huh. Aspen and I call that fang boner. He's got a fang boner. He's got a fang boner for Mina. And then he quickly turns to bite her, and then and he stops he himself. He can't do it. He's right. like, I can't do it. He can't do it. And I then the wolf comes. And then the wolf comes. Because he loves her too and much. And it distracts her. No, that's at the end. That's, right. That's and then he goes... He likes you. He likes you. He Mina, likes come you. Strego. Um, Strego something or other. I don't know what he I says. Do, we've talked Romanian. about this a lot. We do like that that it does use multiple languages. Oh, I love movie. that. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, even like when Hopkins is the crazy priest at the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I forgot about when that. When we're in like Romania or whatever, old school Transylvania. Transylvania, and mm-hmm. they speak. I learned today that they speak. The eighty-seven percent of the population in Transylvania speaks Romanian. Okay. And then the other, like uh, other people, speak Hungarian and like other dialects. So, okay. Yeah, I was oh. like, so they're speaking Romanian. Um. Yeah, and they like like that exchange happens in Romanian and it's subtitled, which I like. Um, I've sort of, now I'm just, I just wrote fang boner. I can't my... imagine that scene happening in English. No, it would be I terrible. It would be so corny and terrible. It would be so terrible. stupid. Yeah. Which one? The, the, the like, one at the beginning. When, when they... he's, oh, yeah. when it's all in Romanian. Oh, and he's like shouting and he's yeah. like pronouncing God. Yeah. Yeah. Like and then that... he stabs the cross with his sword. And it bleeds. And it bleeds. And that's the pre-credits. That, yeah. Okay. Oh. So let, okay. You're going to talk first. You no, talk no. First. I was just going to say, um, <laughs> I, yeah, it would be it would be stupid ending. I mean, it yeah, would just they were be yelling and yeah. in English. In so like let's talk British a little accents. bit about that that part though. That's made up. The the Vlad the oh, yeah. like Vlad. Yeah, that's not in the novel. Right. He. So this isn't. So did you have something you want to throw in there? Or no, no. Up? I was just. I didn't <laughs> want to bring it up. So Coppola. Um, Coppola was obsessed with the novel. Uh, I only know this because I watched an interview, not because we know someone who worked with him. Um, oh, <laughs> um, that guy. So he was watching an interview. FFC. And, uh, so he was watching an interview with, um, Coppola, and he was obsessed with the novel when he was a kid. Um, and then he, he said he went, like, this is old school, to the Encyclopedia Britannica. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Kids, do you remember Encyclopedia Britannica? I, I do. You, I do. I had one. I was, I was obsessed. <laughs> I was so into the, that sounds so nerdy. No, no. I was so into the Encyclopedia. Okay, wait. Which letter were you into? Uh, because I'm arrogant or, or I guess self-centered, I was way into M because that's my name. I was into E because it had... Egypt in there. And oh, Egypt, nice. Egypt. That's cool. I'm sorry. Yeah. I took it No, off, no, no. That's, I, I, <laughs> Were you obsessed with a particular one? Um, I liked the one that had uh, the like anatomy, like because it had like these clear sheets. Oh, that yeah, was, that's like, right. Like the layers of the the human body and like yeah. you turn the thing. sheet and it was like, here's the circulatory system. system. Yeah, here's the system. system. I was yeah. that and then there were those other books that would be like, it was this whole series. Childcraft books? Yes, I man. I had those too. I saw yeah. them in Let's have a whole episode about, about the about Time that. Life books and Britannica. Shit, we were doing there were things called books. Anyway, um, what are you saying? He was... Coppola. So yeah. Coppola was way into the novel and uh, so he went to go look up Dracula in the Encyclopedia Britannica and that's how he discovered the like Vlad the Impaler story. Vlad Tepes. Vlad Tepes, yeah. And so he said he wanted to like it blew his mind Uh that that Dracula was real. Um and so when he went to make the movie he wanted to sort of like Incorporate. incorporate that. And it does it does at least as far as I think as far as the romance goes it, totally. It, it makes it um, a lot more because the novel sort of effective, right? And the novel never actually tells you why Dracula is right is is the thing he is is a Dracula mm. is a is a, is a vampire. A he's running around with all those Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah. He's running around with all those Frankenstein's. Um, we have a joke about this. Um, yeah, they, they, it doesn't really explain it to you, and at least in this version, it does add like a really romantic element mm-hmm. to the story and explains I guess to some extent the the romance between Mina makes it makes it more about romance and love and and what happens at the end of the movie is that Mina has to um kill Dracula. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, get the um, fuck out. Like what yeah. are you listening to? Who are you? Who are you if you haven't seen it? Anyway, by the end of the movie he gets back to Castle Dracula. Mina, I, that wonderful line that he has, our job is finished, hers is just beginning. Mm-hmm. So Mina goes into the castle with with Dracula. She brings him to the chapel where everything happened at the very, very beginning. And basically, 
you know, he he gets grace mm-hmm. and he mm-hmm. stops being a Dracula. Yeah, he stops being a Dracula. He is redeemed. In He's that redeemed moment. in that and moment. And she cuts his head off. And then, and then she, she cut, he says, give me peace. Yep. And she, and she does, she stabs him in the heart and then she, she cuts his head off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's redeemed in that moment because, because love. Because love. Yeah. And it's. Which she said, or he, who is it that says it at the end about the, something about love has. Are you asking he, me? I didn't. You just have rhetorically. Let me, you let me consult my script. Um, it also, there, Coppola, uh, in the same interview, and I think this also allows him going back to the sort of olden times. Um, Coppola is still oddly religious and you see. Mm-hmm. Someone who turns from God right. turn into a, a monster, monster. Mm-hmm. and in the end, the redemption is the grace is is a return to God. To God. And yeah. so, you know, I mean, Coppola is clearly, uh, I mean, a good a good Italian Catholic boy. I'm sure. Uh, I mean, he is. I don't know if he's good, but he's raised Italian and Catholic, and sure. so he, this the idea of of God and one's relationship to God is huge in his movies, mm-hmm. um, um, especially, I mean, in The Godfather. And, oh, absolutely. And, you know, I mean, so. that's an entire theme. It's yeah. like all of, the, all of the, the the most heinous things that happen in The Godfather movies are always juxtaposed with, with some religious yeah, ritual. Christening or baptism or whatever. Yes, or a wedding or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you find the love? Well, this script is actually the, what the original script. And so the end of the – it's actually her. It's like a voiceover. And she's yeah. like, there in the presence of God – I helped my beloved and blah, blah, blah. We were all healed. Cause like when she kills him, like the little, remember, cause she her gets little burned. coin, oh, the yeah. coin burn she goes away from the, the communion wafer yeah. that Van that Helsing he, yeah. puts on her head and like it heals. And then she looks up and sees the, the, the mural yeah. on the yeah. top on the ceiling of, of Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Oh, Vlad. that's another, what's the line that, that when they're, is it what take is me away from all. No, take no. Me away oh, from, take me away from all this death. <laughs> so great, so yeah. great. No, no. I'm talking about when they're when Van Helsing and Mina are like they're on their way back to to the castle and they're like around the fire. Oh, and, and she Van Helsing. Her mind. Yeah. She starts losing her mind and she's like sexually tempting Van Helsing. Mm-hmm. And oh she's yeah. Like, is this what you want? She says. Uh, she says. Uh, says something about Lucy and he's, he, you know, and Lucy, then says like, uh, oh, what does she say? She says, I too, like says something about, cause alluding that Lucy was a little sexier than she was mm-hmm. and her behaviors. And then she says, I support that. And then she says like, I too know what men desire. And then like starts mm-hmm. unbutton her corset and then like the horses start whinnying. Right. And fire rages. And then the brides come in. That's uh-huh. right. Like calling her sister and All stuff. Right. Let's talk about these brides, Michael. Um, oh, so, yeah. you know, there's in- a, in 92, <laughs> was it 92? 92. Yeah, so I was like 17 when I saw this. Young and fresh. Just really about things. Impressionable. Um, and um, <laughs> I, when I first beheld Monica Bellucci as one of as one of the bride, no, because it's burned into my uh, <laughs> mind's eye. Yeah. Hello. Um, Dude. Centerfold. She is... Uh, I can't uh, really wrap my mind. Like, I fell in love with Sadie Frost. Like, clearly sure. I have a thing for redheads. We all know this. So, I mean, they might not, but... I'm yeah. redhead. I have I, red hair. I'm married to a redhead and, and just have a thing for redheads. And Sadie Frost is a redhead in it. Love her. She's lovely. But when Bellucci came out... I mean, this is all... She's my people, you know? Sure. Um, and has all the hotness of my people. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, like, I... And she is still just so hot. She's stunning. Listen, she's good. this was the, these were my college years, mm-hmm. so you know what happens during the college years. You, Monica Bellucci could have turned me. Oh, sure. sure, yeah, she's perfection. I, she <laughs> also, I don't think I had ever seen a more beautiful woman with another woman coming out of her. Crotch. Do you know? Yeah. There's like that no, one spider bride. Yeah, usually like there's not like normally like a sort of spider. Vagina moment in a lot of films. Spider vagina. That's they're gonna there open for go. Fang Boner. Um, yeah, <laughs> spider vagina. It's a, it's a great, it, that, but we're talking about a, a Coppola using That's like old great school, effect. like old school effects. Mm-hmm. You know, it's Still it's it's the scene where Harker goes exploring in the castle after Dracula has said to him, 
don't go exploring in the, in the yeah, castle, which on. of course is going to make him. Do, yeah. Right. So he goes exploring. He finds this crazy backwards room mm-hmm. where water's dripping upwards. Uh-huh. Like perfume. And, and, and there's the, perfume and all that stuff. But it's like, you could tell it's like a, it was once a sexy, like, opium den, den or in something. The yeah. In the Ottoman Empire. Yeah, yeah, during yeah. the Ottoman it's Empire. Like satin. And he shit. says, she, he starts to hear, Jonathan. <laughs> whatever, whatever. Right. And he goes, and of course, what does he do? He lies down on the bed. Yeah. Because that's what you do in a creepy castle when sure. you hear your name. Mm-hmm. And then these women the, yeah. come appear out of nowhere. They just materialize. Like up out of the floor. Out of the floor. The, the brides. The, the yeah. brides. And the main one is Monica Bellucci. Is Monica Bellucci. Um, a woman who is so beautiful that. When David Lynch in Twin Peaks The Return was like, I gotta find someone who can guide me through the dream world, got Monica Bellucci Absolutely. to play Monica Bellucci. Right. Like that, because there's no one hotter. Like, it's, right, right. Um, so, yeah. I the mean, woman I, that when they asked Daniel Craig, what was it like to be making out with a 50 year old as James Bond? And his answer was, it's, it's Monica, Monica Bellucci. Bellucci. Yeah. yeah. Like, what are you not, what is, what are you not yeah. understanding? Um, so yeah, I, I, I fell in love with her that day and it isn't, it's a love that will never die. She has lovely breasts. Uh, yeah, she does. She does. They she look does. beautiful. They, do, in the they movie. do some unquestionable, like they do some questionable things to Jonathan uh-huh. Harper in yeah. that scene. It's a really sexy scene. And then the scene culminates with them eating a baby. Yeah. And I'm going to yeah. say this though. Here's where I fall. <laughs> um, does eating a baby make him that bad? Because oh my God. why oh would my God. he goes back to Mina? I don't. I'm like, cool. They're going to eat a baby. That's weird. You got to let that shit go. Why are you leaving these three hot, hot vampire wives I know. to go back to but you're my at, Hume? Like, my it, doesn't, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense to me at all. If a baby has to get eaten, a baby has a to baby get has eaten. To, babies I don't, get eaten every day. Yeah. Come on, people. Uh, it's just, 2018. But Dracula gets mad when he sees them with Jonathan. That's and true. And he says, he's it's mine. True. I know, but the yeah, thing is, like, my, my yeah. thing is... Yeah. Is, my thing is, is like, I think he means he's mine to eat oh, or something. Uh-huh. But he wants to keep him there because he knows that yeah. he's, he's got a, He's sort he's, of a lure, right? Yeah, he's got lure. a... No, all I'm saying is that if I were Mina... Uh-huh. You would have a better English accent? I would have a better... If, if, if I, yeah. Okay, if yeah. I were playing Mina, I would have a better English accent. <laughs> yeah. Sadly, that train for me has left the station many, many years ago. Um if I were Mina, if I were actually Mina, I would be having serious doubts about whether I wanted to marry Jonathan Harker Absolutely. or, yeah. you know, join the undead for all of eternity. Yeah, I'd I mean, be like, undead, man. Undead, yeah. baby. This, yeah. I think this is the... Um, wouldn't have to wear a corset anymore. Dude. This is... <laughs> your skin looks great all the time. You just have to keep eating babies. Yeah. And again, like you said, every day. Every day. plenty of babies. Yeah. There's plenty um, of babies. They're plentiful. This to me... T- t- is is what makes of like all the like classic ghouls or monsters or beasts like you know mummies werewolves yeah. zombies frankenstein's frankenstein's um, <laughs> it is what makes vampires to me why they remain the most interesting the most intriguing to me like why i'm sort of like done with fucking zombies um, mummies, whatever. I do like Frankenstein's. Don't get me wrong. Right. But that, 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 you and I, Christy. But that's we, for a different reason. You like Frank, we like Frankenstein for that, it, that, that asks a completely different, different question, question than what Dracula And asks. you and I talk a lot about, um, being drawn to the monster, uh, loving the monster, rooting for the monster. And vampires to me are, make that the most interesting mm-hmm. because not, I mean, yeah. They're, you're gonna eat a baby. You're gonna kill Lucy or whatever. But it's all sexy as hell. <laughs> I was um, gonna say, but in a sexy and, way. And of, what a way to go. and of course, it also gives you, you know, I mean, immortality. And immortality, in this case, at least with Dracula, is not just immortality. It's the chance of immortality with someone you love. Right. And like, there is obviously yeah. beauty yeah. to that. And like, totally. What are you willing to do? to achieve that you know right. if you say like you can be with this person or these people you love forever um the trade-off is occasionally you have to kill 
Right. Um, that's okay. an interesting fucking question. To I think me. that is a super interesting fucking question. And don't we like? I mean, yeah, we kill every day. Yeah, um, we do. I mean, honestly, in some, I mean, in, in, some in, form. In, in some form or fashion, when you get on an I airplane, mean, when you use a plastic straw, when you use when a you bunch eat of meat, plastic, when you, you know, eat yeah, meat, sure. I don't eat meat. Okay, you're, you're, oh, well. I'm a you, smug vegetarian. Are you gonna be like, I don't own a television. No, um, I have TV. I gotta watch Brand Service Dragon. Word. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, so I think I, that is why I that's love totally vampires. That's totally dumb, but, you know, no, but, yeah. No, you're right. And, like, I think that's why, and I know both of you are huge Anne Rice fans as yeah. well. Yeah, oh, word. Absolutely. And I think Rice, that is, like, the aspect of vampire stories or vampirism that she really gets. Um, I mean, in like interview is she lost her kid, right? Yeah. The life? reason mm-hmm. she, yeah, that's why she wrote interview with a vampire and because her daughter, her daughter died. died. And this, this, I mean, this is, you don't ever have to give, you know, that up. I mean, like, right. that's and she, and she, she poses both questions or she, she, she presents you with both <clears throat> like iterations of vampirism. Louis, who is like the, the morose kind of like emo boy. Uh-huh. I'm a vampire, but I don't want to be a vampire because I love people. Next to the clearly the Lestat, who is like, this is the greatest thing ever. This party. is the greatest yeah. thing ever. And yeah. you know what? No one ever gave me a choice. Right. I, the world made me this way, so now I'm going to be this way to its fullest. Yeah. To its fullest. Yeah. Yeah. And I I have no regrets. Yeah, and I so I think like that's why, you know, I mean, and now we have like Twilight and all that shit, and there's a million different. I was not going to mention Um, Twilight because mm -hmm. I'm against Twilight. As our Aspen, are you? Yeah, man. (coughs) As am I. Sparkly vampires, fuck that. Um, but vampires are monsters. They're monsters. They want to kill. Despite Twilight and all that, um, I think you know we're gonna. This will never go away. And to me, there are still interesting stories. That can be told. Whereas with zombies, we've reached a goddamn Christmas zombie musical. And I'm right. just like, go fuck yourself. You know, I mean, it's, I think it's, what's really interesting about Dracula now, and you, I mean, it, you and I are talking about it because we've been talking about it a lot lately, is that, you know, it's the same thing happens. I don't know if you've ever read, have you ever read the book, a book called The Red Tent? Oh yeah, yeah, I love that book. It's a great book and and there's no reason why you would have read it. Right. Frankly. But it's it's a retelling of the rape of Dinah. Mm-hmm. But it's told through Dinah's perspective. So in the Bible, you know, it's a rape. Mm-hmm. She, you know, and in this book Anita Diamant poses that it was not a rape. That Dinah was in love with this man okay. and that her brothers out of spite and revenge turned it into a rape because women are property and yeah right you know so she didn't have a say she didn't have a say you know and and uh i think that an interesting thing can also be done when you look at novels from from monster stories, novels from that period, mm-hmm. where it's still like you know, Dracula is very much through a male gaze. A oh, absolutely. The, you know, the, so the, what happens the, if the, you flip that? What, it, what happens if you flip it? What happens if you read the novel and really try to look at it through Mina's perspective eyes and yeah. Mina's mm-hmm. what 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 else could Mina be thinking in yeah. this moment that hasn't been interpreted for us by a man? Yeah. Yeah, I, know. I think that's yeah. And so I do think like yeah, there's it's never going to the go story's away. never going to go away. Dracula's never going to go away because young young women are always going to be attracted to the dark side when they're being told that they shouldn't be. Sure, and I mean God, like it's just I true. Think yeah. even just this movie and like like you know clearly it has affected you all or or you know it way better than I do, but like. I know it really well. I used to go to sleep to the fucking soundtrack. Oh, I and like love it. when I first like started writing in high school, like I had written in middle school, but like when in when in high school, I was like, so what I am is a writer. Um, I would uh, <laughs> oh, so listen, <clears throat> and I couldn't quite smoke yet. <laughs> so, um, but I would write to it, you know, and yeah. like it was like my early sort of like I'm gonna listen to this Polish. Fucking sad melancholy. Wojciech but. Kilar is the best. Yeah. Wojciech Kilar also did the score for Ninth Gate, Ninth Gate. which I was just, just watching. watching. Oh. And so he's there, great. There is an appeal to the story. I mean, I think for everybody, but like especially something about being a teenager that it just... 
it's the just, ultimate teenage story. It's right? the ultimate teenage emo goth kid yeah, man. romance. Yeah. And you're going to fucking, you're going to live forever, which is such a young person. I don't want to do that now. No, God. But no. then I was like, awesome. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll never. And I'll, and not only are you going to live and forever. Age. The, that's the thing. Yeah. That's I'll look great, hot all the time. Great point. Like, it's not just right. living forever. It's not. I'll never grow old. That's cool. You know, um, because when you're young, God, what could be worse? You know, <laughs> and I, you know, yeah. Aging? And now you're like, oh, fuck me, man. You couldn't pay yeah. me to be 17 again. Oh, hell no. That's just no. like the worst well, okay, shit. I but, lived okay, at home and had Can I have my metabolism? But did you go? That would be good. Would you go back to being 17 knowing what you know now? You'd be Ooh. like the lamest 17-year-old ever, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, that would be so fucking weird. I don't know. That's crazy. I don't think that I could. There's do sort that. of a be- like I teach 19 year olds. They're not 17. You teach 17 year olds. I right? do. There's sort <laughs> of an amazing like something about their just arrogance slash stupidity. Yeah, that is beautiful. Is beautiful, and I don't know they could if they could survive without. I mean, I had kids telling me today they how can't. dumb Hamlet was. Oh was my like, god! Oh my god! I know, oh I know, I know, I know exactly what you mean, and it, and it is beautiful, and it's the thing that allows you to survive. That yeah, age. because I think if you knew like the heart, like just the <laughs> shit that we know, <laughs> the in horrors our, of everyday yeah, life, that we yeah. know in our forties, that like not in the horrors of everyday life, and also sort of the, like mundane. That's what of, I was about to say. Of like life and the lameness. I, I don't think you could. <laughs> I think you have to be that stupid. You have to be that arrogant to survive mm-hmm. that time. Yeah. And you have to think. Also, that, because like there's so many fucking chemicals running through yeah, your body. Yeah. And you have to think that everything is the most important fucking thing in the right. world. You know? Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Where are we on time? I feel like we've been talking for nine hours. Um, we're okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're almost out of time. Okay. Um, um, I gave birth to someone who was 40 years old. and Yeah, I mean, you know, Dante was born at 40. Dante yeah. was born when he was 40. He's now 72. He's now 72. Um. Uh, and, and, you know, to some extent, I, I'm joking, but to some extent, he was born with a wisdom beyond his years. Right. And it did make I'm that, sure it made that it time in his life. Way harder. Yeah, and there yeah. are those people, and like, there's some people where you kind of want to say, like, it'll be okay when you get to college. Like, high school's not the place. Right, for you, right, right. You know? Yeah. Um, and then there are some people in college, of course, college kids are idiots as well, but like, right. there are some people who are just like, oh, God, high school is, is bad for you. <laughs> you'll be okay. It will be okay. You, you'll be okay when, yeah. when you get with older people. Yeah. Um, um, that's hilarious. Cool. Hey, Aspen, do you yes. have any closing words about Dracula that you want to share with podcast land? Oh God, that's a lot of pressure. No. What is it? All this, what is it that keeps you coming back every, I know it's one of your favorite movie or, or your, it is your favorite movie. So what is it that keeps you every year saying it's time to watch Dracula again? It's just like a warm hug. Okay. <laughs> it's like the familiarity of it now. Like I, I, I had the VHS when I was in high school, mm-hmm. right? At, I, I got it from Dana uh, as a gift and I watched it almost every weekend because it wasn't like I was going out on dates after that guy jumped me and we saw a <laughs> But I was like, I would stay home and I would watch this movie. There's something to that. And I got to where like I could anticipate like sound effects and mm-hmm. The, like, the dialogue was memorized and, like, looking at how the dresses would swish a certain way. Mm-hmm. It was just, it just all fit together so nicely. And the story was awesome and it was beautiful and romantic and sad because I was sad and it was sure. high school. I, I mean, it just, it just see, encompassed everything that I was like. And, that's, then it's, it's, and, and this is the thing we're talking about. Yeah. Is that I, there's movies from my teenage years where it also becomes like, It's, it's, the movie, of course, is awesome, but something about it immediately takes you back to being 17 or being 18 or whatever. And everything that that means, oddly for me, it's a room with a view. I Ah. saw that a room with a view. It's Merchant Ivory, not a horror movie. Mm -hmm. I watched it when I was about 18 years old and I got to the point where I knew I anticipated, I still one of my favorite movies in the Mm -hmm. world. 
And it is like a warm hug. Yeah. It just became such a, like, thing that I did. It was like almost yeah. like a meditation kind of thing. That's and I would just watch it and know what was going to happen. happen. And That's dazed and confused for me. Really? Um, yeah. That, 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 uh, I mean, I think it's a brilliant movie, but yeah, it's, it's, I can put it on and watch or not watch. Yeah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> right. Um, it just makes me feel comfortable yeah and safe or yeah there are certain movies that do certain things for me like that uh you know like uh outlaw josie wales yeah, that's a good film takes me back to a time when i would watch westerns with my dad sure oh, and so cool. it's like a nice i watch outlaw josie wales and i feel like i'm sitting on the couch with my dad again yeah. you know Mm-hmm. And it's funny that we, this is how we're ending because this is ultimately what Dracula is, right? It is Coppola's statement that this is, it is the love letter to those. Totally. These, to what movies can do. Right. Um, Absolutely. So, man, we ended up sounding smart there. Oh, nice. For two seconds. Um, um, cool. Yeah. Aspen, Taylor, yes. thank you for joining us. Thank you. Michael Shout out. Rico. We don't say each other's names often. so it's No, weird. I know. Married people don't say each it's other's names. It's very strange. Yeah, it's um, weird. Shout outs. Uh, Jim John, make noise. Thank <coughs> yep. you for our awesome music. Yep. Um, shout outs to who else? We got a, I got a message from, um, her name is... Malena mm-hmm. Balbo Phipps. And has a taco place we're going to try? Oh. Yeah, she wants us to try Taco Casa. So she said the last it. time she was in Texas, she went to Taco Casa and she wants to I know what taco we casa. think. And so we're uh, do that for she her. loved episode 10. Thank you, Malena. Uh, and uh, does not want to be called that other name. Does not want to be called that other name. Um, and thanks for listening. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, you know. Yeah, we'll hit Taco Casa soon. And, uh, Happy Halloween, everybody. Happy Halloween. I think next up, guys, we're going to go see Suspiria. Yes. So um, I am one. super, super, super excited yeah, about that. Suspir- and this time we're going to order tacos. Absolutely. We're going to have tacos. Yeah. I'm going to try and be brave for that. All right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, see you all next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.